Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Hello, Gotham. Joker's back in town. I'm not wearing hockey pants. And now you're listening to the new and improved Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast with your host, Alfred. No! What is going on, OTC listeners? Another episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast is in life today. We're back on a Thursday night and... Holy shit, has it been the most craziest couple of days so far. Well, for one thing, I got partially laid off from one of my jobs, so which means I will be working less in order to make money. I have to find something else now. But simultaneously, around the same time, I managed to land an intern gig for a radio station nearby. So, woohoo, you know, just pat myself on the back for me, you know, and I'm excited. I really am. I've always been interested in radio for a while as opposed to, you know, doing voiceover and voiceover as my future career. And radio in a way for me has or it it it, it has enabled me to try to put my personality more in terms of the product that I'm talking about, whether it's MMA, comic books, uh, not really politics, but so much of what's been going on, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled and excited, and I'm very happy for it. Uh, I don't know when I'll be on the air. Probably won't be for a while, but, you know, I'm learning the ropes. I'm trying to earn my wings like everybody else. Learning the ropes, learning what goes on behind the scenes. Basically, I'll be an assistant for the executive producer slash audio engineer slash pretty much everything in between. So, I'm excited. I'm excited to see where that's going to take me. Now, there's no changes for the podcast schedule. At least, I hope not. There will be no changes. I say when the snow season comes around, that's when I will be extremely busy in terms of making money for myself. Making money to support myself and we got to pay the bills. You got to fucking pay the bills. And that's what it is at the end of the day. But, I am thrilled and proud to announce that I did earn a radio intern gig at VOX Radio. WVOX Radio. Shout out to them, by the way. And if you're listening to this for whatever reason, sir, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity. I promise I will not let you down. I won't. I won't let you down. I always give 150% in the things that I'm passionate about. And trust me, this is definitely one of them. So enough with those you know, good news that have been going on. When I tried to look over in terms of what I could talk about, and there's still no major news. And then the lovely Grace Randolph, also shout out to her by the way, uh, YouTuber, analyzer, has a YouTube channel, great at what she does. She said something on Twitter that definitely caught my eye. And considering that she has sources, connections, and pretty much everything else of what goes on behind the scenes in Hollywood... There is a chance that Black Panther 2 could have a certain, let's face it, there is a chance that we could have T'Challa back only for a split second, maybe for like a scene or two, but there's a chance that we can get him back. And I can't believe I didn't think about this before, but it enabled using a body double and a CGI face. 
So we're going to talk about that and more. All that plus our superhero quote of the day. But first, like we always do about this time, let's get the shout outs out of the way, shall we? And for one thing, I want to give a shout out to my man, my best friend, my brother for over 20 years. I know he's going to be mad at me if I use his real name. So I'm just going to call him Kit Skeeth. Dude, I know you've been going through a lot. And I know it's been rough out there. But if you're hearing this, I love you, man. I always will. And we're there for each other no matter what. And you're not the type of person to give up so easily. I'm just saying. I'm just saying things are hard. You find a way to bounce back. If you need help, I'm always there. So shout out to you, man. Bro, I love you forever. That's all we got for the shout outs. Let's dive into some Black Panther 2 talk from Grace Randolph. And that starts right in a bit. You know, I don't want to, in a way, revisit the emotions that I dealt with after hearing about Chadwick Boseman's death. It was a moment that I realized of how much that I really, really cared about the people that play these characters and how they really affected me. And it's not just him, but pretty much anybody else that I look up to that I inspire to be like or maybe follow their example in some way. You know, Stan Lee and Chadwick Boseman and so many other people that played these characters that we all love so much. And it wasn't until, like, I would say maybe a week later, maybe not even a week later, but, you know, there were some people that were calling for recasting of king t'challa slash black panther and i gave my numerous statements even though i repeated myself over and over during that episode before where i said that was a terrible terrible idea because you know it's it's almost the same it's almost the same explanation that i gave for recasting peter parker in the spider-man game When you have someone that is attached to a character or attached to an actor and they play that role so well, you cannot really recast them because it will be a complete disservice to the people that connects to them on an emotional level. And I understand to some that does not matter. I understand. I I've trust me. I've seen it all. I've seen the other side. I've seen people bitching. I've seen people complaining. Hell, I've bitched and complained about it numerous times already. So I'm no different. But I've seen this, and I scroll through Twitter. I read comments. I listen to fans on YouTube, or you know, I try to make myself have an open mindset. And it's hard for me to accept that someone as great as Chadwick Boseman slash King T'Challa can be recasted. It ju- just think about this for a second. We go into the movie theaters, let's say whenever it gets released, 22, 2022, 2023, doesn't matter. We see the movie. And then all of a sudden, 
we as fans, we want to watch the movie in honor of him. We want to watch the movie to see how can the MCU continue on his legacy without him. And, you know, at first I thought maybe bringing back a particular character could be suffice, but then it would not make sense in the context of the storyline. So I pitched just give the role to Shuri. Give the role to his little sister because it makes sense. The MCU has been bitching about diversity for a long time now and this would be the perfect way to do it. If you want a female Black Panther, this is the best way to do it. Not to mention, I get it. I Maybe I do sound hypocritical where I say, okay, the diversity thing is a problem and them pushing it down our throats is a little bit annoying, but am I encouraging that? You might say I am, yes, but the only reason I am is for the simple reason that the female Black Panther was in the comics. This is nothing new. This is nothing that we should be surprised by. So, as long as the execution and the storyline works in the context of the film, it can work, and Letitia Wright can be the next Black Panther. But then, you have to sit there and think to yourself, how would they do that? And I cannot believe I did not think about this as a strong possibility because it's worked many times before. So I scroll through Twitter and I go instantly on, I don't know, not really go on instantly. I go on Grace Randolph's Twitter page. I search it up. And I find something that she said with her sources and, you know, with with her connections and Hollywood, with all the people that she knows. This is something that she said, so I want to use her words quote by quote from Twitter. Here's the big one from MCU Marvel. I hear that they are making a Chadwick Boseman digital double that's looking very lifelike. Their current plan is that T'Challa will die in battle at the beginning of the film and Shuri becomes the new Black Panther. Also, there is a version of the script where T'Challa and Shuri's mother was killed a long time ago by Atlanteans, thus raising the stakes versus Namor. We'll see if they stick with that. End quote. Now, there are two things going on in what she said. Let's talk about the first thing, the, the, the first idea out of, the, out of the way. The idea of someone having a digital double to, to act as a body double and have their face CGI'd completely to work and look like Chadwick Boseman, I think, I know, I know what you're about to say. What, Garcia, don't you do it. Don't you fucking do it. I'm, I'm going to do it. I think this is a good idea. Maybe not a great idea, not a bad idea, but it's a good idea. We've seen many times before, or at least I've seen a couple of times, we've seen through the past that if for any reason an actor cannot make it to a particular scene of the film, or God forbid they died in any way, let's look at Brandon Lee, for example, The Crow. When The Crow... If you remember it in that scene where the song was playing in the beginning and he's having his moment, he has that superhero moment, but it's actually dark and gritty where the crow is awakening. It's the awakening scene and he puts on the face paint and he walks to the the glass 
right? He walks to the glass where the crow just goes on his shoulder. He walks there. We see from his point of view, well, the camera's facing towards him, and then the lightning strikes. And the lightning strikes, and you have flashes, and you see his face as the crow face paint, and the camera pans out little by little. Well, in that particular scene, Brandon Lee already died before that particular scene was even shot. So, that effect that they used, they actually digitized... Well, okay, let me rephrase. They CGI'd Brandon Lee's face as the crow on a body double during that scene. And the CGI back then, you can argue if it was better, you can argue if it was worse, but they made it happen, and it was that one particular scene. So, what I'm trying to get at is this. They could do the same thing to Black Panther 2. All you need is maybe a couple of scenes. Maybe one or two where you see his face, but you don't spend too much time away from it. Because, obviously, they have to CGI it, and if we spend so much time on that particular scene focusing on his face, there's going to be a lot of hardcore people that are going to see the differences and they're going to bitch and complain and moan like they always do. So, there's that aspect. And then there's another one where if he died in battle, you can have maybe Namor, the Atlantean king from Marvel, you can have Namor have a scene where... He kills him in battle, somehow, he kills him in battle, the same way they killed his mom, assuming they're going to go with this storyline. And then, you can have Shuri take upon the mantle as Black Panther. And that would be your story right then and there. Because it establishes that we're not, first of all, we're not stupid. We know what happened to Chadwick Boseman, obviously. But we also know what happened with Avengers Endgame. So in order to tie those two stories together, you have to find some way to kill off his character within the film. So having Shuri as Black Panther, knowing full well that her mother died, and seeing before her eyes that her brother died, someone that she looked up to, someone that she loves very much, someone that she knew that Maybe she could have stopped it and didn't, and that's why she's ridiculing with death. Because let's face it, a lot of superheroes, when they have their beginning, most of the time they're always triggered by a death of a loved one. And this would be the perfect way for Shuri to actually don on the mantle of Black Panther. And now that I think about it, it actually makes sense that they would go this route. I'm still mad at myself that I did not think about this possibility. Now... As I said before, and I say time and time again, the only way this would really work is that if the story and the execution actually works out very well. First of all, they need someone with nearly the exact body double, the the exact frame, shoulders, waist, torso, everything. They need someone to have an exact framing of Chadwick Boseman. Now, you can say, oh, that's... That doesn't sound hard at all. Uh, You would think. You would think. I mean, yes, we get body doubles all the time. 
And in most cases, body doubles, when you don't see them, they're either doing, you know, their stunt work. Sometimes they have their hair covering their faces. Sometimes they're wearing a mask, which I'm sure that's happened a lot already with, you know, the scenes that Black Panther was already in from the previous films. But if we're going to have one last emotional tie to King T'Challa in Black Panther 2... We have to see his face. We have to see his face. We have to lock into his eyes because that is the connectivity that an actor, I'm sorry, a character can have towards us, the audience, the viewer, the people in general. Especially if it's our last chance for us to truly say goodbye. It may not be him physically, but it will be him spiritually and it will be him as a character role and at this point I think that's enough I think that is enough I think people despite the trolls I know people are I I know some are going to bitch and complain I get it I know some people are like no fuck that recast them no no terrible idea no it could work as a secondary character it can work as a show that probably does not get as much recognition but maybe doesn't get enough recognition because it's not really good looking at you Batwoman I'm just saying you cannot recast a main character when we've already connected to him in a variety of ways does that make sense and Again, I know I feel ill talking about this because I feel like we should have more time to grieve and mourn his death. I know that Black Panther 2 is nowhere near development, but they have to figure out something. You know, things move on. Things move on. And business is business. Assuming the movie theater business doesn't die out at all. Business is business. And... There's an old saying from Vince McMahon from WWE, the show must go on. And honestly, I feel like Chadwick Boseman would be honored for us to write a story and honor his death, his character's death in the film. I believe he would. Now, I I could be completely mistaken. Obviously, as I said before, I don't know him on a personal level, but I am a fan. I am a fan, and I'm trying to find ways on what would be the best-case scenario that would not only honor his name and what he's done in terms of the movie business, in terms of acting, in terms of what he stood for, but also make us, the general audience, happy. I don't give a shit about the trolls. I don't give a shit about the people that say, oh, this can't be done. This is the stupidest idea, blah, blah, blah. Something has to give. Something has to give. And this, to me, is the best way to do it. And I'm sure Letitia Wright, still mourning, still feeling the effects over what happened. But I feel like if there's anyone anyone that can truly take up the mantle of the next Black Panther, it would be her. The MCU would get their diversity issue settled. We don't have to look upon recasting a new Black Panther because there's no need for it. And Letitia Wright's character, Shuri, can actually stand on her own two feet. And 
if she can drive the movie forward, that's better than anything. And as long as the execution is done, that's all that really matters. So as a fan, and as someone that, I get it, I look at both sides of the coin here, I think the studios know what they're doing, and Ryan Coogler, if he's writing the second film, which I believe he is, the director, Ryan Coogler, he must be more affected by this than anybody, aside from his family. He must be affected more about this because he's also writing and directing the script. So, I'm sure he'll find a way. And I'm sure he's asking himself, is this what Chadwick Boseman wanted? So let's see. Let's see what happens. Fucking hell, man. It it still drives me to the core that this just happened recently. We're just going to have to wait and see what happens. That's all we can do. That's all we have for today on this episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 Podcast. Once again, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for your support. If for any reason you disagree with me in any way, shape, or form, you can hit me up on my Twitter and Instagram. And in the next couple of days, we will have our Facebook group. I don't know what to call it yet. I, I'm, you know, probably going to call it Outside the Comics, but I want to give it a, like a cooler name, you know, like Outside the Comic Fans or Outside the comic book geeks or outside the comics you know anything along those lines outside the people outside the comic people you know so <laughs> I don't know I'm just brainstorming but yes I am making that group and I'm going to be inviting many many people you are welcome to join you are welcome to give your thoughts you are welcome to you know, maybe if there's anything that you want to change, maybe if there's anything that you want to talk about, if there's anything that you feel passionate about, you're more than welcome to do it at the Facebook group. The only thing I ask is if you please, please do not be disrespectful towards one another. Do not belittle anybody. No cyberbullying. Basically, don't be a troll. Don't be a fucking troll. I get we each have different opinions. I get that we each, you know, think differently and my idea can be com- could be completely different from yours and you may call me the stupidest motherfucker ever. I get it. But I will not allow anyone to belittle anyone else. If you want to take that shit, you take it up with me or you get the fuck out and I'll kick you out myself. It's as simple as that. You know, right now the whole bullshit about the election... And we still don't even have a president yet. We might get it by, you know, tomorrow evening or Saturday or whatever it's going to be. You know, with all the shit that's going on in the world right now, I don't need that. I don't need that on the platform that I'm trying to create for the community for us. I don't need that shit. So please be respectful. Be open-minded. Be mindful. Be respectful. If you disagree with something that someone else says, fine. But the last thing I need to hear is, oh my god, you're such a fucking cunt. I hope you fucking die. And and, and no, go fuck yourself. I will kick you out immediately. Okay? So, once again, I ask, be respectful towards each other. That's all I gotta say about that. Before we end this night off, let's go into our superhero quote of the day. And this one 
considering that it's November 5th, this one is from V. V for Vendetta. So, this is actually very interesting because it took me a while to realize that it was November 5th. Remember, remember, the 5th of November, the gunpowder, treason, and plot. I know of no reason why the gunpowder treason should ever be forgot. And my reaction to that is, I really want to watch the movie again. And I want to truly analyze what that quote means. Because I may not get it, but I think I got it after I see it again. Guys, have a great weekend. Please be safe. And whoever wins the election, I'm trying my best not to make it political here, but whoever wins, whether you're left or right, Democrat, Republic, or neutral, let's be civil. Let's be civil. Let's be respectful. Let's just, just don't go crazy. Okay? Because at the end of the day, no matter what happens, we're going to wake up tomorrow and we're going to move on with everything else that's going on in our lives. So, yeah, don't be fucking crazy monkeys. Have a great weekend. Stay safe. Till next time on Monday night where we will talk all the prominent news and all the happenings that relates in comic book movies and TV shows. And always remember, if you hear about it and you read about it, I talk about it. Stay safe. Be on the lookout for the Facebook group. I'm done. I'm through. Peace out.